Blog Talk Radio.
Christ, now tell me what you feel. Yeah, life is like a merry-go-round, ups and downs, stout plus. They don't really care about hey, yo, us. I'm living my life off the wall like Mike. Still trying to do the right thing like Spike. All right, together we stand. Divided we fall. All I want to say is it really just is for all. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Friday afternoon? Hope everybody had a wonderful weeky week. Hey, the week is coming up. I'm for you today, and I uh, hope you're ready for it. We have a lot to talk about, man. I tell you, we got another reset in the Trump administration. Yeah, we got another firing, resignation, however you want to call it. We're going to talk about And this one seems to be a little important, so we're going to spend a little time on that. Uh, there was a debate last night. I don't know how many of you caught it, but it was quite interesting, to say the least. I mean, it was really, really interesting, a very interesting conversation. So we're going to talk a little bit about the debate last night. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Trump met with some HBCU um, leaders over the week, this past week, and he made some interesting comments there as well. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And whatever else you got to bring, man, I tell you, it's it's a whole lot of stuff I I got written down, but don't mean I'm going to get to it because you know how we do here on the show. We get started in one point and next point we roll, keep rolling. So we'll see where we go with it. But anyway. Before I go any further, let me go and tell you how you can be a part of the show. The easiest way is just call us at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. And for those that um, have other ways of getting in contact with me, I'll be more than happy to talk to you, get with you, okay? All right, so before we go any further, let's get some music going on here. So I need to check some levels here real fast. And um, 
We'll get back to you here shortly. All right. So in the meantime, enjoy some wonderful, wonderful music. Let's see. Let's go with this one right here. And I'll see y'all in a little bit.
right, there was your third song of the day. That's right, because I played two earlier. <laughs> Mary J. Blige in the night to remember an old Shalimar tune that she redid. Sounds almost as good. Not quite as good, but almost as good. Anyway, welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Talk. And uh, as I was saying before, before we had to um, step away and handle some things, hey, we got a great show planned for you. And you know what? Um, there's an interesting thing because, you know, I, we was having this conversation um, Monday, in fact, and the, 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 the question came up, who did I think was going to get fired next? Well, you know, me being me and, and using my logic, which is not much, but, you know, the little logic I have, I said, uh, I don't know. Now, one of my faithful listeners, May, said, well, I think it will be John Bolton. Now, honestly, I didn't think John Bolton was going to get the axe. I, I really didn't. Um, you know, because he's, he's the Warhawk. He's the one, I used to call the enforcer, you know, he's the one who kept advocating the, the, the bomb people and carrying on. And y'all guess what? I was wrong. Now, since I was wrong, and I was wrong, wrong. I'm going to bring Maze in because she's sitting here waiting. I know she called me, right, and say, didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Hey, I'm a man of my word. I admit, yeah, you told me I was wrong. So let me bring Maze in so we can have this conversation on um the, the I, I'm going to use a football term, the releasing of John Bolton, although the, there are conflicting um uh, reports of whether he was fired or he quit, but Regardless, he's gone. So let me bring Maze in, and we're going to talk about this thing. All right, Maze, you there with me? Yes, yes. It's not that you was wrong. It's not that you was wrong. I was just saying that what was going to happen, because that's what you normally do. Send somebody out. And then he fired it. You're right. You are absolutely right, Maze, and that's exactly what happened. That's what he's good at doing. That was his show. (laughs) (laughs) What more do you expect? (laughs) So we'll go about another month or so, and then he's going to find somebody else. (laughs) Yeah, you know what, Maze? I I have to agree with you there. I mean, I mean, (laughs) you know, I'm saying, who else is left to fire now? I mean, there's been so many. Yeah. I mean, you got Pompeo. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Pompeo is going anywhere. He like the ultimate yes man. Then you got Mike Pence. Uh, as I said before, I don't think Mike Pence going to go anywhere because that's his key to advantage okay. for the upcoming 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was to fire Mike Pence, he would piss the evangelicals off. So, um, well, put it this way. I don't, I don't think anybody else really going to be um, released until after the 2020 elections, if by chance he get regains, he um, is reelected, and then we'll probably see some more firing, which oh, is interesting. Oh, really? I told you he was a Democrat before he was a Republican, and he switched over, right. and he, right. and there's like a, not a dime of a difference in either one. Right. So he'll be uh, a Republican may- that one time, he's going to be a Democrat, and everybody going to be bad with him. You, you, you know what, Maze? I, I, I'm, I agree with you 100%. And you know, and if if the public, the sheeple, 
the citizens were really to pay attention, they would see that that they all one in in the same. They they really yeah. are. They're one in the same. They no, they don't. Yeah, they're I'm gonna say this, Maze. I don't think they don't see it. They just I think they just don't want to see it because everybody is looking for someone to do something different. They're looking for that new edge. Just like when 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 Obama was was elected, he ran on the uh, what hope and change, correct? And that was something new. That that gave that gave uh, the citizens, you know, something to look forward to. Right yes, now, but, when when but, when Trump was elected, you know, you let's remember he came in saying he was the law and order president, right? And, and he was going he was gonna put America first. Well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, stimulated, that stimulated a certain part of the population that was looking for that. That's that's what they were looking for. You know, and then he immediately went went forth and trying to put people around him. He thought would you know uh, um, that's before we really figured out what his character or his, his aptitude level was. You know, that would would be along his level, be on his level, or. Be yes men and yes women, you know. But we see now that's not, you know, a lot of them aren't. And instead of just going ahead and, and riding that train, saying, "Okay, yeah," you know, it gets it gets to be too much for them. Now, the interesting thing about this whole situation about the firing of John Bolton is the the reports of whether Bolton Bolton actually resigned or he was fired. Now we know. The president has a way of um, the president has a way of saying one thing, and it, something else actually occurred. We know this, but we do know also that John Bolton is a stubborn individual as well. Hey, Pianki, I see you in the chat room. Um, yeah. You know, as well, you know, I, I, I see, you know, and I see that as well. So, so, you know, it really, in, in the long run. I guess when history writes it or looks at it, I don't think it's really going to matter whether uh, he resigned or was fired. The bottom line is he left at a very interesting time as far as the Trump administration foreign policy because he he was one he was the main one that that wanted um, the administration to be remain tough and hard um, to, to remain tough and hard on. Um, um, Iran, Venezuela, uh, uh, what else was it? Uh, there's quite other, a few of them. Which I know I got it somewhere down here because I write a lot. <laughs> well, why but you anyway, why you think? Why you think? Can I say something else? And yeah, then the ahead. black Republican, and the black Republican that quit, he quit. He said he was not going to be a Republican again. Uh, so what's going on here? Well, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man, when. when <laughs> When you get to to, to 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 looking at these things, and, and I think a lot of lot of individuals that work for the president this first term, you know, are, are really taking a look and saying, well, you know, I may still agree with his America First push or policy. However, you know, I, I'm not happy with some of the things he's actually doing, and it doesn't have to. I don't think it really has to be whether it's um, policy related. It's just some of the actions and some of the things he say, you know, that that that, that may be up, you know, upsetting some individuals. Oh yeah, oh, okay. it was Afghanistan, North Korea. Yeah, Afghanistan, North Korea, 
Venezuela and our and um Iran, yeah. So yeah. you know, so with firing of John Bolton, does that mean that um there are actually gonna be some settlement now in, 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 in this the the back and forth between the United States and these countries? Or um is it gonna remain is the tension gonna remain high? Especially with Iran right now, you know, and the situation between Iran, United States, the Allies, the nuclear stuff, and you know, is it going to be? Is it is going to settle a little bit, and there's going to be some resolution, or is there continue going to be the, the, the back and forth words and the sanctions? Because Iran has said, you know, it's a good thing Bolton is gone, you know, because Bolton was as as Iran called it a part of the B team, the president's B team. You know, there was a bunch of jokers wanted war. But, um, you know, it, it, it's it's ironic that Bolton was let go because, let go you know, in two weeks they'd be before the United um, Nations General Assembly. And uh-huh. um, Bolton sent a um, tweet out. He sent a tweet out just before, you know, he left, you know, and said, now that we're two weeks from the UNGA, United Nations General Assembly, you can be sure Iran is working overtime on deception. Let's review the greatest hit, starting with the most recent. Iran denied, denied the Adrian Daria one was headed to Syria, then confirmed today its oil was offloaded there. Iran web of lies. Okay. Now, and now that's that's um, in reference to uh, the ships, the the ship out there in. Um, over the yonder way that, that the United States has been trying to get their hands on um, cause they don't want anything going toward Iran. I mean, uh, Syria and they, they have sanctions on um, Iran and, you know, anybody buying their oil and stuff like, and, and things of that nature. So they've been after this one ship. And, and if you remember Monday, I told you where the United States supposedly offered the captain of that ship a millions, millions of dollars. It didn't say exactly how many millions, but millions of dollars, to take that ship and sell it, you know, somewhere where the United States can get their hands on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, when you start talking about deception, I don't know. But I think what what basically happened was I don't think uh, um, the president right now really wants to. You see, and I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. I'll get you in in a minute, Pianchi. What, what I said it before, there's an election coming up right now. You see, there's an election coming up. And anything that's negative that 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 the public will screw as being negative, they're not trying to do. They're really not. Like this meeting with the Taliban. That's another reason why a lot of a lot of um, people think the reports are saying that Bolton was let go as well, because he was against bringing the Taliban, the president flying the Taliban and uh, one of his leaders into the Camp David for a secret meeting. Um, right before nine eleven, which is a whole other issue in itself. Now, with that, with that being said, the belief is that since Bolton was upset with that, you know, they believe that Bolton actually leaked information out regarding the meeting, and we all know how the president feels about leaks. So, um, <laughs> I, and a lot of people feel that that was another uh, straw to kind of you know. That that broke the, the camel's back on that as well. Um, okay. Honestly, I don't think I I don't think that was a good idea either. 
but you know, but it, it was and doing a little digging, come to find out if there was an agreement made as far as you know a, a, a pact with the Taliban, you know, for uh, truce or whatever. There was going to be an announcement um, basically saying, you know, we're going to withdraw troops, so many troops out of Afghanistan, you know, before the 2020 election. Now, let's be honest. If that was that kind of, of, of announcement was made, hey, that's automatically spiking in, in, in um, what they call it, popularity votes. You know what I mean? Oh, my child is coming home. Oh, my God. I got the vote for him. He did it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're looking at this oh. stuff, these these black these these people walking around a fearing about a wall and they reel around them and falling apart over a darn wall because of a promise of a wall, please. Then they gonna take the military money and build a wall I mean put it on the wall and there's first well, the inner structure is falling apart. Well, <laughs> I don't get that one. The military people gonna be upset about that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let Pion come on and spill his beans or whatever you gotta say. But <laughs> Kellyanne husband is not happy. And I'm still saying there's something going to go wrong there too. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> you know, she, in about a month or so, we'll see. <laughs> you know what though? I honestly, as much as I dislike Miss Skeletor herself, tells from the crib, I don't think he would let her go because she's one of his most dedicated, dedicated um, supporters. You know, no matter what he says. Whether it's, it's wrong or right, she's gonna defend it. She's gonna twist it whatever way she need to. So I already now her husband, her husband is something else. I love her husband because he calls it as she, he sees it, huh? But what she is is she's one of those uh, kind of people like uh, what's her name, Sarah Palin was, and that's why he keeps her there. Sarah Palin and her husband divorcing, but uh, that's what she is, Sarah Palin, with just a different name. Huh, and eventually he's gonna just swipe of her. Yep. Just just look at it. You can see for yourself. You don't need the news and people to tell you. And you just watch <laughs> them, you can see. And in that debate last night, something was uh-huh. said to Biden last night and I've been saying it and it finally came out when the one from what's his name, the twin Texas, what, Castro? Out of Texas. Yes. Castro. And he said yep. the promise that was supposed to be the promise for people and he's gonna if he became president, it would be done. Biden did not try to help do nothing except a bill from it. And then he got upset. What so, promise was that? With the health care thing. That wasn't the health care thing that was, was trying to be put out. It's just what they just came up with. So I just after that, the, whatever company going to pay the money to keep them there for the, the, the next five or four, whatever, who's going to be left over, that's all that was. Because uh, I know uh, that's me. <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, honestly, Maze, that, that I, I, you know, I didn't watch it last night. I had to, you know, sit I back and watch it. I just saw mm-hmm. oh, Well, I watched it this morning. I watched the whole thing this morning, you know, minus the, mm-hmm. the commentary, you know, in the beginning and afterwards. And mm-hmm. honestly, I really, really wasn't impressed at all. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know, you know, they're, they're when you, they're debating you know, they're supposed to put out, you know, their ideas and, you know, what they would do. But I'm the type of person, okay, I've heard this before. I heard this person say, tell me how you are going to do it. Like Bernie. Bernie has great ideas. You know, um, relieving student debt, um, health care. But tell me how you're going to do it 
to make it feasible for everybody. You know, it's one thing to say it, but we've known everything been said. But once you get up there dealing with Congress, depending on who's running in Congress, Thank you. Can, you actually, can you actually make it work? No. You see what I'm saying? Can you actually make it work? I, you know, you got these 10 people standing up there, you know, and they got, what, 30 seconds to a minute to, to get their point across. I understand that. And it becomes more of just jibble-jabble back and forth. And uh-huh. you're really not learning anything, you know, that no. they can lie with the best of them. And all of them trying to rely on their on little reputation. Now, I'm going to tell you who I really do like, but uh, he really doesn't have a chance. I like Yang. I really do. I like Yang. Yang has some great ideas, but he does he doesn't stand a chance to uh, <laughs> he doesn't stand a chance chance to win anything. But yeah, and the one I, I I'm like, talking about the, the Second Amendment. Huh? Now that you people get screaming around here about the Second Amendment, when they get a Gatlin and like they had back then when they was talking about that in the Second Amendment and use that, they didn't have these kind of weapons they got now. Well. Once again, Maze. So I, why don't they said, do the same thing then, and then they can't have the opportunity? And then the Second Amendment wasn't made for black people anyway. I don't know why they got their neck stuck out of mouth, well, chopping, chopping, chopping well, over. <laughs> however, however, honestly, honestly, as I said Monday, I, as I said Monday, and yes, I've had a change of heart, you know, from my stance before on gun control and stuff. And, but as I said Monday, there's no. No such legislation that can be passed that would stop mass shootings, stop individuals from getting weapons when they want to get them. I mean, it's not going to happen. This is not the first. I mean, let's think about it. These these uh, mass shootings aren't hasn't just started happening. They've been going on. Even when legislation, gun legislation has been passed, right? It's still yeah. mass shooting going on. It's still mass shooting going on now. I'm going to use an a, a, a example that I know a lot of people use, but it's a true example. I'm going to get me an AR-15, and by the way, AR does not stand for assault rifle. It stands for the name that of the company that made the weapon, okay, for those that, you know, needed to know that because I know everybody don't know that, but I'm telling you, that's what AR stands for. All right, but anyway, I can get an AR-15 and lay it right in front of me right now while I'm doing this show, and nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. It'll just lay there. You can just now, go out in the I, street with it. Something will happen. Exactly. If if I was to go outside <laughs> with it, you know, locked and loaded, and just you know, breathe, you know, and uh, let me not go there, and, and just squeeze the trigger, then something happens. I.e., nothing happens unless an individual wants to do something. Okay. That that that's the bottom line. So you can pass all the background checks. You can pass all this other stuff you want to, but that is not going to stop these mass shootings. Now, that's not to say that the 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 the, the, the um, resolution or or the answer to that is well, let's arm everybody and everybody walk around with weapons on their hips. No, that's not going to do it either. No. Because if someone has a death wish or a suicide side wish, you know, they, hey, okay, they're gonna try you. They're gonna try you. So I, I don't know, honestly, I don't know what the, the 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 proper answer is to to um stopping these mass shootings. However, 
I know, you know, strenuous, even more gun legislation, what happened is not the answer. Okay, so before I go any further, let me go ahead and bring Yankee in here real quick. And then we got um, Erico612. I'll get to you in a minute, my brother, uh, sister. All right, so let me bring P. Yankee in. All right, welcome to the show, P. Yankee. What you got for me? I know you got some interesting stuff. Go ahead. Well, what's going on, well, Eric? I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, uh, okay. It's been about a week. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, I didn't talk to you last week, but uh, hey, you're in North Carolina, aren't you? No, I'm not. Well, you're in Texas. I was going to ask your opinion on the GOP big win in uh, North Carolina. You know, the one that, uh, yeah, that the well, Dan was complaining yeah. about, saying it was a lot of cheating going on? Yeah, well, well, yeah, that too. But here, here's the thing. Both, both, both groups, Democrats and Republicans, are claiming victory there. And, and reports are saying that basically both sides are worried a little bit. Because the GOP won, which the Democratic side didn't really expect that to happen. However, the GOP is worried because the results were close enough to, you know, make them really think, you know, maybe they will be in trouble come 2020. But, I mean, but, but North Carolina is a Republican-controlled state. I mean, that part is Republican-controlled anyway. So they were going to win now. They were going to win it just because. Well, you know, with me. I don't see. I don't vote for people because of the party affiliation. I vote on issues myself, and I don't live in North Carolina. I don't know what the issues are there with that particular candidate. I was just looking at the contention that was made in the first election for that particular seat and seeing how it worked out. Uh, you was making yeah. reference on both, and I never really did care for him. Because of some of his attitudes, but uh, you also have to remember that the president of the United States has all the right in the world, as Senator Graham said, to choose whoever he wants on his team or their team. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. You're right. You're right. And, and me and you had discussed before because. Um, as we have said before, being a businessman, that's what he used to do and putting people around him that he trusts. And, um, you know, that's basically what he does. You know, uh, it's, well, that's what it's you have to do. Yeah, but it's interesting that um, when, you, when you say trust, does that mean that they have to agree with everything you do? No. Well, because you know I, what it means? It means that you have to show promise and show some results in the job that you're doing. Heck, I removed people, off, farmers off my job because they wasn't getting things done like they were supposed to have been doing. So you're just seeing a reflection of the experiences and environment that he comes from. And uh, in actuality, the man is doing very good. Well, you and know. living um, up to his candidate, can, his candidate, his uh, campaign promises. You know, in, in a little while in the show, we're going to get into a little bit of that as well. But, but you know, when Thank it comes you. to John Holt, when it comes to John Bolton, you know everybody knows he he's a he's a hawk, he's a war man. You know he he he'd rather go in and blow something up instead of trying to talk about it. You know, <laughs> let's be honest. He he's like he's like one of those big bullies back in the day that you know you see. Well, yeah, work he's one of those tough guys like back during the yeah, yeah. the McManera days. 
And another Christ. thing, I'm really happy starting to see these courts, these activist judges' uh, ideology fall off once a decision, a case reaches the Supreme Court. Uh, individuals that's coming to leaving their country to seek asylum someplace else supposed to seek asylum in the first country outside of their own country. Not travel all the way to the U.S. border. That don't make any damn sense. <clears throat> and these judges with some of the activist decisions that you've seen, especially coming out of California, California has been known to be kind of weird for a long time anyway. Uh, you know, California is one of those sanctuary states as well. So, But, you know, you're right, though, Bianca. Under international law, that's the way it's supposed to be. It really is. However, we, we do know that, that Mexico, um, you know, they, they push them on toward the border here and there. With that being said, though, let's take the inter- I'm going to stand back and listen there. If I choose right. to or find a need to, I'll pop back in. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So, you know, uh, uh, Bolton, yeah, he's out of there. It's interesting to see who's going to be next. Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going. And how 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 soon will they elect or, or choose? Or would he choose someone to take that spot? It'd be very interesting to see. But before we move on any further, let me go ahead and bring this other caller in and right here. All right, uh, area code six one deuce. Welcome to the show. Who do I have and what you got for me? Yes, sir. My name is David. Uh, thanks for taking my call. How are you doing today? Are you- I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Doing well. Um, if I could just point out, I remember in last night's debate, uh, one of the moderators asked Joe Biden about a statement he made, I think, about 40 years ago in regards to slavery, and he had said that it wasn't right to hold him accountable for the actions that other people had committed hundreds of years before. And the moderator kind of questioned him and insinuated that he was wrong for saying that and how somehow he as a white man is culpable for the actions of other white people in the 17 and 1800s. And when I heard that, I noticed that there's a genuine, there's a general narrative in America that seems to go on that only white people own slaves or that only white people engaged in the slave trade, both in America and worldwide. And it's like that's, that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, just in America itself, there were more than 3,000 black slave owners. And then also you had Native Americans that owned slaves. And then in Africa, people don't know, but there was a white slave trade where white Europeans were sold into slavery in northern Africa. And so it's like – and then they forget that more than – there was like in one year alone, there was 450,000 white Europeans that were brought over as slaves to America. So it's just like I don't understand how this idea that a white person today is somehow guilty or culpable for actions of individual white people back 200-some-plus years ago. I just – I don't understand how the, the logic and reason behind that. Ah, I see you brought up some very, very good points there. You're very good. Um, let me see. Hold on for a minute. Maze, would you like to get in a piece of this before I get started? Yes, I sure would. Okay, to go explain ahead. To what he just said, white people uh-huh. own slaves and black people own slaves, but they did not do the things that was done to the ones after they made it to the shore. And that's why they are uh, asking for reparations because they did not scatter their children from place to place and rape them and prune plantation, burn their property out and all of these different things. 
None of that happens in other places. No place but here. Thought I got to say them put me on mute for a minute. Okay. All right. Now, okay, David, that's that's um, uh, one of my regulars maids. I know she wanted to get some of that. Now. Okay. So here's my take on that. You're right. Uh, before, you, before you go off, I, I, just, I just wanted to clarify what exactly she just said there. So is she, is she's saying that only in America were people being raped and moved and sold and took into different places? Is that what she just said? Yes, and sold, uh, sold, you know, family separated and sold, you know, sold to other owners and things like that. That's what she said. That's what she okay, said. Okay, well, I mean, you, you obviously know that's not true, right? Right, right. Oh, so, okay, I, I, I just <laughs> want to make it clear. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Um, you know, here's here's the 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 thing with with the way we think right now in this country as far as slavery, um, David is. We right now, our our uh, how can I put this? We've been taught just a certain part of what history is. Okay, let me let me just gonna put it that way. We've only been taught a certain way history is, and in order to 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 continue to to in the words of Candace Owens, which I hate to use, play the victim, we just that's the only thing we gonna harm we gonna chop ch- chime on is that part right there because that's the only thing we've been taught. That's the only thing we've been taught. We haven't taken the time to sit back, go down, read, and go in further into history, okay, and see exactly what was slavery? As you said, there were white slaves in Africa. There was black slaves in Africa. Tribes, you know, would get conquered by other tribes, and they take them as slaves, whether it was indentured or whatever. And they—that's how it was. But as a group of people, sometimes we we get that 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 um, tunnel vision. You understand what I'm saying? Tunnel vision to where we only want to see what we want to see, and that's where we are today. Now, as far as Joe Biden being held responsible, ah, yeah, I mean, how how can you hold him responsible for something happened back then? Okay, his ancestors maybe, but then again, then again, if we go back and and retrace some of our generational tree and find out that some of our um, ancestors were slaveholders, then does that mean we can be held responsible for slavery as well? But then that's where you get the, 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 the hypocritical side of it, because the answer then would be no, because the, 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 the um, comment would be no, because we were still victims. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? So uh, I, I'm not going to say we're, well, I'm going to say we're ignorant to what real, the real facts are, because we haven't been taught it and we haven't taken the time to go back and do our research and find out what the truth is. Now, in today's society, a lot of a lot of lot of um, individuals are actually doing that, but it's not being put out there um, enough to where it is it's becoming common knowledge. Because anytime something happens, that's the first thing anybody want to go back is to what happened to slavery, the Chantel slavery here in the United States of America. That's what they want to yell at. Okay. But you have to understand, you had because uh, because it's it for an agenda. You, right. you understand that, right? And it, yes, and exactly. I noticed this with groups like take Black Lives Matter as an example, right? Black Lives Matter is a perfect example of a group of people who want to use the issues that affect the black community for another agenda, while pretending like it's for black people when in reality it's not. 
You get what I'm saying? Uh, and I this, got you. No, I got you. Get, you. I, I get if, if you know, if you know, if you know the Black Lives Matter, what their real agenda is, you will know what I'm talking about, right? So, most people yeah. who aren't aware of this stuff, they don't, they don't understand the game that's played. So they don't understand when they see a politician simply talking about racism, not because they care about the plight of black people, but they do it for their own agenda. And Correct. too many times we get played. I mean, this is what Malcolm X used to talk about, how black people have become political chumps because we allow groups of people to basically use us for their own gain while, while, yeah. while like kind of showing us as, look at these little victims, now support my agenda, and then once their agendas meet, they just throw us away. But that's what we've seen done played out so many times. And I think that's encapsulated with this whole, you know, this whole thing they're trying to make now. Because think about it. In 2019, if you're black, it's really not that bad. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if you have any perspective, if you look back, let's say, in the last 100 years, or if you look around the rest of the world, how most of the world is living, is there's almost really no reason that anyone living in America today should be complaining. Because you're living better than everybody. And you're definitely living better than everyone that came before you. So it's like, but yet in America, people complain like this country's terrible, they got it hard, it's difficult, and it's like, no, it's not. If 75% of the 7 billion plus people on earth live off of less than $200 a month of income, don't have running water, don't have electricity, don't have most of the basic necessities that we take for granted, and then when you actually research how people before us used to live, how just 100 years ago the childhood mortality rate was so high, that most people's children didn't make it to the age of five. It, it just shows how how ridiculous it is for Americans today to be acting like you got it bad when we don't. I agree with some of that. I, I agree with some of that. I do. But I guess I, I want to say that we could have it better. Really good. We could have it better. Okay. Uh, but I, I agree with a lot of that. We we definitely have it better than. Um, a lot of the everybody. world. The, yeah, well, the whole, yeah. Not a lot of it. Well, well, when, 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 when you take a look at, okay, and say material things and, and movement, okay, yeah. Yes, we do. We do. No, I, I'm saying everything. And I, I'm an immigrant myself. Right? I came from Africa. And I'm telling uh-huh. you, in America, we, they take, everyone in this country takes stuff for granted. The fact, let me give you a perfect example. The fact that in America, you got poor people walking around here at 300 pounds says everything you need to know. That literally says it right there. This is the only nation on earth in the history of the world where poor people are fat. The only one. Because there's such an abundance of food here. See, it's like little things like that Americans don't understand. You go around the rest of the world, only rich people are fat. You don't find fat, poor people anywhere else on the planet earth except in America. See, in America, even the poor here live better than most of the people on the planet today. But because most Americans have never spent time outside the U.S. or don't know what it's like in Europe, in Africa, in Asia, or in South America, because they don't know how people actually live, Americans don't understand how good they have it. Because Americans have the freedom to say what you want, believe any religion you want, do it, basically act in any way you want. You don't know what it's like to live in a land where you you can't practice certain religions or you can't say certain things about the government without getting killed or put in prison. You see what I'm saying? It's the Americans don't have any perspective, and that's why they don't appreciate how good they have it. They don't understand why everyone around the world is risking their life to try to get here because America is the easiest place to make money. 
If you're poor in another part of the world, it's almost impossible to come up. But if you're poor in America, there are ways to come up. And it just it blows my mind when I see Americans who don't appreciate what they have. Hmm. It, 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 that, now, David, that's a very interesting uh, point of view. Uh, what, what part of where in Africa have where are you from? Are you from? And I, I'm just asking for a reason because I'm one of the few individuals. I would say I've been I've been around the world pretty pretty much, and I've seen some things and how other people live and uh, some of the conditions. You know, whether we created it or not, I've been there and I've seen it. I really have. Um, you make some great points. You make some great points. America has been classified as the fattest country in the world. <laughs> that, that's true. Um, you know what? Honestly, David, I, I really can't argue with, with that train of thought. I can't because you're right. However, when you take a look at at if you get away from the worldview and come back to this country, then I think there are gripes that 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 could be um, that that should be um, a fault for here in this country by blacks. Um, although, although I must admit, we caused the we you know we caused a lot of it on ourselves by by um, drinking the Kool Aid that we shouldn't have been drinking, i.e. integration and what have you. But you know that's that. I think that's what we're working for. Black Lives Matter. That group, it, you know, yeah, it was um, an agenda-driven um, group of people that sounded good on on on, on top. But and, and you know, don't, if you go and look deep into it, no, it wasn't anything about what most people think it was, and uh, that's why it's it's quietly going away now because it has been exposed and. Uh, you know, uh, they're 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 trying to regroup basically. But that's why you have so many pieces of it splinter off into different aspects of, of what is Black Lives Matter and what they stood for. Because you know, everybody was using it for their own little personal battles with whoever and, and what they wanted to accomplish. And yeah, now speaking of you, something you said before, and I, I want to speak to this before I, it, it slips my mind. Um, you are absolutely right, and I've often said, and, and my regular listeners will tell you, I say all the time on this show, you know, especially with 2020 come up, the black community is about to be pimped once again by by the politicians because they're going to hit the black neighborhoods hard, the, 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 the television, the churches, anywhere they can get a gathering of black folk. That's what they're going to do to try and win the quote-unquote vote of their approval to get them elected. Now, also, we also know that once the election is over, as we often see, they all disappear. You don't see them anymore. But we allow that to happen. We really do. We allow that to happen. So, hopefully, with this new election coming up, you know, we'll wake up and, and, and... Get away from some of the, the, the regular nonsense that we go through come election time. I often say, don't vote Democrat. Don't vote Republican. You know, vote for the best person available. Because the system, this two-party system is set up to keep you separated and to keep one group or the other in power. Just that simple. Specifically one certain group. 
And as long as we go ahead and continue to follow that 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 regimen or that tradition, then yeah, we're always going to be separated and, and and looking up. Now, if you ever notice, um, I don't know how it is in Africa, but if you ever notice, anytime there's anything with an administration or whatever, and they say, well, let's do it for uh, this group of people. Let's say it's say black people, African Americans. I'm sorry, that's what they call. Oh, I'm sorry, or is it indigenous now? You know, they give black people so many different names. Now, I don't know, you know, okay, we're going to say African-Americans today. <laughs> Tomorrow may be something totally different. But anyway, um, if you say it's just for African-Americans, by the time any legislation or law is passed, you can guarantee there's another group attached to it. Because nothing is ever done just for African-Americans. There's always some other group attached, Latinos. And if you're paying attention to any of the political stuff going on right now, they're pushing they're pushing more for the Latino vote than they are for the African American vote right now. Because they are, and that's another reason why this immigration thing has become such a, a, a hotbed, hot topic. Because Latinos are growing left and right, they're growing, and now their vote, the importance of their vote is has basically planet that of the the black community. But nobody is paying attention to that because we're caught up in our just regular mundane, mundane routine, you know, of waiting on, on this debate to be over with, see who they choose, run to the polls, and vote for that Democratic individual because, yes, most black folk do vote Democrat. Most A lot of minorities vote Democrat. Not because they understand what the policies are or what that person has done to get to to be the the nominee, just because that's the way it has always been in their family. Yeah. And that's the fact. And that's one of the ways we have to, that's one of the things we do have to change. Now, I give Candace Owens a hard time on this show. I really do. I I really do, because I do think she's a, a, a... a product of misguidance, and she's being used. In fact, since she's been fired, you haven't heard much from her. They they, they showed her. But anyway, one thing I, I often said, and I agree with all, is black people have to get away from being told, you got to vote Democrat. You have to vote Republican. Get away from all that. Get away from all that, Cause, because that is what is you know, causing a lot of the problems. Because these same individuals, you know, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, even Joe Biden, and, and let's be honest, Joe Biden, he's a good guy and what have you, but honestly, he's running on the coattail of Barack Obama because he was his vice president, and Barack Obama was such a popular president, not to say all his policies were the best, I know I made some people mad with that, but that's fact. But Biden is riding on the coattail of of Barack Obama. Now, can he actually um, uh, win this nomination or even put up a good fight? I don't know. I don't know. But on the other hand, the Trump, Trump, you know, is he going to be have enough support to where 
he can actually uh, become reelected. See, these are some of the things that we, we as a we don't pay attention to. Somebody driving. We don't pay attention to. We don't. Only thing we want to do is get out there. We go and vote. Okay, yeah. All right, Biden. Yeah, I know Biden. Okay, got it. And you ride out. You vote for him. Kamara Harris. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing her on television. Okay, Kamara Harris. Yeah, she was a um. Yeah, she was a district attorney, um, a prosecutor down in California, and some of her policies weren't great, great in the world either. But she, you know, she nobody's impressed at All right. I don't know what's going on. I got funny noises going on here. But anyway, if y'all having trouble hearing me, let me know because I, I got a lot of stuff going on in my ear. But anyway, so um, hold on, let me bring Maze back in. I think Maze want to say something. Maze, you there? Yes. yes okay. I always hear people say that the black people vote Democrat. Republicans vote what? White people. And when we hear people talking about Malcolm X, Malcolm X is dead. That was a group of people that were going along together. Black Lives Matter was a different group. Was, was some people like saying Black Lives Matter was not a part of the Black Lives Matter thing that they had got together because white people and black people were doing that together. And uh, when you hear people saying, uh, then you ask them what part of Africa he was from, and fat people. You got fat people in Africa that's poor. So what does what has got to do with being being fat or thin? That don't mean that you can't eat just because you're poor. Does it? Well, I mean, no. if you, <laughs> that, I don't understand that. How poor y'all? You may not have enough to eat. You know, you barely eating, but no, you still eat. Well, some, right? that's what I'm trying to say. Just because you poor, poor don't mean that you can't eat. So you got fat, I, rich white people. You got rich fat people. You got poor, poor fat people. So fat has nothing to do with it. You know, okay. And then what, All I, right. well, what I think is happening is that they want to run. If they run a woman, that means just like Hillary, black people didn't go out and vote for Hillary because they didn't want her. And it might, might be the same way with Joe Biden. The young people don't want him. So when you don't want something, you go vote for what you want, not for what they tell you you need to vote for. So they might look okay. around the churches, just like like Trump and them look around the states. They all do the same thing. Like I said, there's no difference. But here's here's but the thing: point, okay. they just point more but, to what. You know, if that's the case, are they just looking for um, – and you know what? I'm going to give David a chance to respond to what you said as well, but I, I want to say this real quick first. Um, do, do, if, if, let's say they, they don't like, like, like um, Joe Biden. The young people don't like Joe Biden, right? So do they continue to go down the ballot and find another Democrat, or do they go and do their research on both sides and figure out which one who's better? Since they don't like Joe that's Biden, what they, that's what they need to that's do. That's what that's what should happen, right? That that'd be yeah. ideal if that happened. But we know for a fact that it doesn't. Well, we it don't doesn't. know it. Happened. We don't know how it happened in, because in, uh, Trump in won case of, because of in, in, the case, in the case of Trump and Clinton, it was simple. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, those are two evils," or in fact, some individuals just didn't vote at all. You know, like ah, whatever. You know, either way, this country is in trouble. You know, and you some of them went and voted for. 
Huh? And some went and voted because some of them went and voted for Trump because they were mad with Hillary and they didn't want her. Some Democrats voted voted with Republicans to make this thing happen. But we're not looking huh? at it that way. We want to put something on the black people. Black people had nothing to do with it. And then what they're trying to do now is if a woman runs, they all gonna get mad because some people don't think a woman should run for president. And then they'll do the same. They'll do the same thing and contribute and run over there and do the same thing again and put keep a Republican in office. I don't know about this man, but one running might win because he got too much baggage. You know, but here's here's the thing. Hey, here, uh, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but here's here's the thing. You know, honestly, when when it comes to that. Does it really matter whether you, I mean, oh, man, look at it this way. You say you're Republican, you're a Democrat. But regardless of who it is, shouldn't they have the best interest of the citizen in the country in, 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 in you know, as the main focus of what they should be doing? But what what is their interest for the people that win the vote for Trump? Keep America great. Make keep America great. Make, or keep it make America, no, he said make America great again and put yes. American interests first. That's yes. what he but said. Saying, but that's what he said. But the one went out and vote was the reason. Because if Cory Booker came up to be president again, they'll go right back over again and vote with the Republicans and keep uh, the Republicans hey, in office as president. Let's, let's be honest about that. Let's get. Let's Even though I ain't okay. looking at none of them, because ain't nothing. Ain't nobody saying nothing I want to hear. Really. So, you know, Trump. Been a businessman for years, and he jumped in the political game. Um, as me and Joe said, while the election was going on, you know, he's been on both sides. He's he's ran under you know uh, other independent top labels and things like that. So, although people say, well, he's really not an insider, he knew the game. All right, did he? And, and yes, he knows. He knew the game. And he knows the game. And as any mm-hmm. as, as any politician. Right, politician does. He knows where his base at and what his base wants to hear, and that's who he. I mean, that's who he um, feeds feeds into. That's who he feeds into. Now, that does oh, okay. not mean, but that does not mean that his overall uh, belief or pro- thought process is negative for everything that he does. Yeah, we know sometimes he goes up real bad, but he hasn't done everything he has done hasn't been a total disaster. Just like any other is, other incidents. You know, none of them have been perfect. None of them. You know, um... But some people think he's perfect. His, his, the way he does some things rubs a lot of people wrong because he has no filter. And I think that's one of his biggest flaws is he has okay. no filter. Okay, he says what's on his mind, and that, in part, is what got him elected. It is. Now, I'm not a big advocate of the president. I'm not. However, I do try try and look at, you know, both sides of what's going on. I really do. I really do. If you don't buy Ben Russell three times. I don't want you doing no business for me at all, because that means you gonna take the, the, the country down the same way you took your businesses down. Well, Mays, I and mean, you know, I don't a, call that no businessman. A recent report just came out that said, um, a recent report just came out that said the, the deficit is at a trillion dollars or whatever, and the president just came out 
earlier today said he's going to try and push for a middle-class tax cut in, in March or sometime next year. We'll see. We've heard really? this before. He, we've been, he's, well, been saying this about, he's been saying this about a middle, middle um, what is it, uh, middle-class tax cut, you know, since he's been in office, and we'll see. Left, we'll see. And the last one had to pay money back. <laughs> well, I mean, the last time you know had you pay money back. So how hey, kind of been the man of that? Amazing. See, and, uh-huh. and this one thing, one thing, one thing that has to be done, um, and I think a lot of people would would be better off is stop looking all the time for the at the negative for the negative. Really, you know? Yeah, really, if, really. If you want, because no, 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 no. You don't look for the negative. You look how you right. run your own business, not in the ground. He's a businessman. He's not the only businessman in this Mm-mm. country that found bankruptcy three, four times. Would you, do business, only... would you do business in, with anybody that did that? Really? Would you put your personal money in a bank that a president done filed bankruptcy three times and made some banks up? You won't put your money in there? Not me? You still put your money in banks. That's what I'm looking at. Overdraft fees, but you still put your money in there. I don't, pay no over, I don't pay no overdraft fees. No, I don't. Okay, Maze. I, yeah, so I know that. Somebody filing bankruptcy. That mean mess up your money. If they mess up their money, what makes you think they can take care of yours or your business? I don't think so. Well, that's, that's how business is done. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't do business with people that do business like that. Why? You live in a country that went bankrupt in in, in nineteen twenty nine thirty two, and they had to borrow well, money. I was not here then. <laughs> and, and, you still live in this country though. That's my but point. I was, not, still, I was not here. And technically, they so, still owe those individuals that money. But, Mr. Like, you roll back the regulations, and then you're going to try to take people in. You don't care. You just take it because you want to. Well, but I mean, of course, got to stop people from taking people in. That's not right. Maze, it's not right, but it's that's not the first time it's happened. It's that's not the first time. That's happened. why they have laws. That's why they have laws. You know, let's so not, I just, forget, I just don't, not forget about the ranchers out there in Oregon. You know, a couple of you know, a few years ago, they had the standoff. You know, where a couple of got killed, and they eventually erased. You know, took the the, the land, the rancher's land, put him in jail. So, I mean, it's not the first time. That's one of the things that the government has. That I mean, that's one of the root that the laws that they have. Eminent domain. When they feel like they need the land, and you can't come up with a settlement, they can take the land. So as I'm saying, I don't know people say I'm a businessman. Does like, that make it? I want, but that's the law. Yeah, but that's the law. But I want a good businessman running something. I got to have something to do with it, not one shabby. Well, May, you know, when you say a good businessman, you know, mm-hmm. the, I don't know if it really is a good businessman. Mm. What is a good businessman? What is a good businessman? It brings profit yeah. to me. And brought it to the people that he's doing business uh-huh. for. Not take okay. take away. And you don't be mad at money laundering and all this stuff behind it because his lawyer has been a lawyer for 10 years. Well, he told look, look. The, the, that the, was his friend. Main objective of any business is to make money, make profits, right? Thank you. All right. So if that means I have to file bankruptcy, reconstitute my business, and start over, then that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue to operate. I operate my business in the red when I know there's a way out for me to start over and possibly make my money back. 
I mean, it's oh, so that's what, so that's what you said. He did, he did it to make his money back. Look, I don't know what he did. I mean, uh, he did it uh, apparently to stop from losing money. But anyway, that's my choice. Let me bring, let me bring David back in so he can respond to yes. what you said. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, David, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Yes, sir. Okay. We'd like to respond to what um, Mace had to say. But yeah, in the beginning part of dealing with the whole poor people being fat, in, in other parts of the world, uh, being fat is a sign of being rich. And yes, there are fat people in Africa. Those are the ones that have money because there are rich people that live in Africa. What I'm clearing to you, May, is that when you're, when, you, when you're at the point where you can eat enough food to where you're putting on weight, that means you have an abundance of food. And it doesn't matter the quality of food, even if you're eating McDonald's every day. If you only ate one little hamburger a day and that's all you could afford, you wouldn't get fat off that. Yes, you but will, because the man did it. There ain't no way. There ain't no way a, a person can get fat off of eating one little hamburger a day. That's it. That's he like not even. McDonald's ham, day, hamburger is about, no, hey, no. That, is, I didn't say eat McDonald's every day. I'm talking about how much you eat. If you eat one little hamburger, that's only like 300 calories, and that's all you ate for the whole day, you're not gonna put on weight, man. You're gonna lose weight. That's every human being because your body, even if you don't exercise, is gonna burn at least 2,000 calories a day. It's right so, around uh, that number. Not like you got so a problem with fat people. I'm not fat, no, I'm just, but I'm going to tell you I'm this. Pointing, I've, been around the country. I've been around the world. I've been different places, too. I saw four fat, poor people in different places that I've been. They had no money, but they knew how to no, feed themselves. No, not like in America, man. So America got well, an yeah, obesity uh, problem. That's because America got more food who told you that? than any other country on the planet Earth. They told you that, and you want to spread it. It ain't, it ain't about they told me. That's a fact. That's not my you're opinion. Fat you don't, you don't, you don't think that's true? Money, you said okay. people with money fat. No, don't, don't ask people without me. Let's money ask fat. the host. So it's fat no, because you the don't host. the calories that you put in. What? No, I'm asking you. Uh, what part of Africa were you in? I'm from Ethiopia. But I'm going to ask the host because I don't know I don't know if you don't know it or not, but I'm going to ask the host. To so the host, does America have an obesity problem? Is that a fact, yes or no? Yes or no. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. America the only way yeah. with an obesity problem? We yeah. get a man over in Canada. Look at the man over in Canada. He was fat. Hold on, he, hold on, man. Uh, Canada, okay. Canada's just like America. Canada's like the 50 No, Canada is not America. It's no, the same like America. America. They got the I'm same amount you, of wealth. They fat over there, too. Yeah, but okay, it's just the on. same culture. I mean, right, that's just on, common hold, sense. Hold on for a minute. Yes, Maze. America is all over the world, Mr. Hey, I understand that, but Maze, America has been found to be the, the plumpest <laughs> country in the world. Yeah, it's okay. We fat. We fat. So, but I'm saying, but what's now, wrong with it? He's saying, he's saying fat and poor. That's what I'm saying. Not being fat. He's a fat and poor. Oh, Maze, you missed the, you missed his point though. You missed the point. Let him explain his point. You missed his point. Please I understand do. what you say, but you missed what he said. Say that. Explain it to her again, David. Right. So what I'm saying, and I'm not saying anything wrong with being fat, or I'm not talking down on people. What I'm saying is that. In America, even people that are poor are able to get enough food to where they can get fat. And that's, that's a unique luxury in America because America has the highest standard of living. And that even poor people live better than almost everybody else on the planet. And the fact that you're able to eat enough food to get fat is the sign of how much better you're living. So why can't other people in other countries do it? Do the same thing? Because they don't have the resources. And if they had the same that's resources, they could plant exactly. their own food. And they make their own bread, which they do some of them. That's why they're fat. 
because they know what to do. It's because they're, they're poorer. poorer. That's my point. That, that's that's the so point. That the reason Americans have more resources is because in America people have more money. In the rest of the world, I don't know if you know this, May, but in 75% of the world, out of the 7 billion people that live on Earth, 75% of them live off about $200 a month of income. That's what the majority live by. And most of them don't have running water. Most of them don't have electricity. Most of them don't have, like, the roads and the type of buildings that we have. All that stuff. They don't have that. In America, you got everything you need. They had that in America like that once upon a time, too. So... Yeah, you once upon a time, like, like 100 and, 150 years ago. We were not 100 and nothing. Let go. We were 100 and something years ago. Oh, come May, May, listen, man. All, all I'm saying is that people in America got it better it's than like, everybody else. It's like, when I don't have everybody else on the planet. Now they don't live. Um, all right. You, you all right. do Okay, you do realize you live in better than your grandmother lived, right? Do you at least acknowledge that, or is that too much for you to say? All right, hold on for a minute, David. Hold on for a minute. I think, I think... And uh, thank you, Vernon, for the for this. Thank you, because I, I, you know what? First, I guess we need to you know what is poor. You know, they may answer up a little bit of this argument. What I mean, this question: What's poor? What is? Are you asking me a question? Yeah. So I'm still saying. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for but me, poor. I, I, okay, so poor by American standards is making less than thirty thousand dollars a year of income. Poor by the world standards is when you make like less than, let's say, four hundred dollars a month of income. Okay. Would you agree with that, May? Four hundred dollars a month, and depending on where you live, four hundred dollars a month for somebody they don't have to pay a big mortgage is uh, they consider themselves rich. <laughs> it depends on where they are. Maybe okay, you can so, go to the north so and pay just, and get paid more than the south. So, to, and then it'll the host, I mean, convince me. Okay, to 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 the host, sir. What's your name, sir? I, I didn't catch your name. Uh, Mr. Talk. Talk. Just, oh. uh, Mr. Talk. Okay, so obviously, you know, I, I, I could talk to you about the issue. You're a lot more reasonable about it. I think you know it's fair to say you probably understand what it's like in most of the world. So, you know, I, I don't think there's any need to argue with her about this, to be honest, because it just seems like. She's not going to accept any kind of fact, regardless of the sure or not. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you know what I'm talking about, Mr. Talk. You know what I'm saying. You know, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I think most people who are reasonable understand the point I'm trying to make. All right. To clear up, to clear up this, 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 this discussion here, I'm going to read this real quick. In undeveloped countries of the world, poverty for means living on $1.90 per day. In the United States, the definition of poverty is an individual with income less than $34 per day or a family of four with income less than $69 per day. This is calculated from the poverty threshold as set by the U.S. Census Bureau. All right? So, in the rest of the world, man, all at 90 cents. Okay? Wow. But in, in America, it's 30 some. Do you see the difference? You see how, and then how much do they have? That, how much do they have to, to say? They don't have to pay taxes and none of that stuff without money that they make. So it's oh equal my God, out. ma'am, ma'am, I can't believe you just said that. Are you serious? Yeah, it equals <laughs> out. All right, it equals <laughs> out. Because oh, America lives in How they live there, they don't live like that here. Is, is she, All is right, she's she playing around, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not playing All around. Right. All right, you know what? Okay, let's let's move on. Africa got some of the most beautiful places it is in this country, and that's where most of the rich will come from. Then come here. 
All right, Maze. All right. All right. Let's pray. Okay. Yeah, I love I... just having a mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, P. Yankee, are you there? I think you wanted to say something, Bernie. You there? Yeah, the gentleman is absolutely right. United States of America is the greatest country on earth, especially for black Americans to be at this point in time. Uh-huh. But the thing, even 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 though they have slipped behind Hispanics, it's still the greatest place to be on earth. The thing is, is that uh, that particular ethnic group has to do better. Did you know that you start talking about poverty? When you look at uh, and this is the latest thing that was uh, accumulated through 2018, the number of black families, and we're talking about families with a mother and a father, 18.8% is living under the poverty uh, guidelines, poverty, poverty threshold. The black female with no spouse, 31.7% is living under the poverty. Let's look at three other ethnic groups to compare with. Asian with family, 7.4%. Asian female alone, 19.4%. White families, 8.1%. The female white woman, 24.6% under poverty. Hispanic family is 16.1%. The Hispanic female by herself is 31.1%. So it's shown here that when you are a female trying to raise a family or raise children, and we know that 70%, so they say, of families are headed by that single black woman. Well, that's why her poverty rating is the highest among the other three groups, the Asians, the Hispanics, and of course, you know she's higher than the whites. And even though that She's still doing better than the majority of the poor populations around the world. Isn't that just a miracle? <laughs> you know, she called it a miracle. Okay. You know, uh, that's interesting. Uh, you brought that up, um, Pianki, because I have an article here that I was going to mention that says poverty declines, but uninsured rate rises and household income stalls. And this is based off the census report that showed 2.3 million more full-time year-round workers, the medium earnings of all such workers went up a solid 3 to 4% from 2017. And this is this is pretty good here. Only problem is, you know, Did the, you the know medical, medical is, let is me, not good. Huh? Let me let me say do something else here. You got 17.2 million blacks that's working. Uh-huh. 57.1% Earn less than fifty thousand dollars. Forty-two point seven percent earn more than fifty thousand. Now let's check the Asians. Now, of course, you don't have as many Asians in the United States as you do have black. You only got seven million, but twenty-nine percent of them makes less than fifty thousand compared to fifty-seven percent of blacks. Whereas you got almost seventy-one percent of them that's making more than fifty thousand dollars a year. Hispanics, Hispanics, 17.8 million. Blacks were 17.2 million. Now, this is pretty close. 48.2% of them make less than $50,000 a year. So those things have to change, man. Okay. The medium income for blacks is 41361 
Asians, $87,194. Their mean income is 120 k Blacks' mean is 58.7. Let's compare Asians with whites. Whites' mean income is 66943 Their mean is 93.9. Asians are kicking their butt. What's hey, going on with these Asians? Easy. <laughs> Asians come over and open their they shop, and we support them. That's what that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And then when you look at the Hispanics, comparing them to the black, like I said, black medium income, is 41361 Hispanics is 51450 Now, the mean income, I mean, this is what your money can really do. Blacks can only do $58,700 compared to Hispanics who can do $71,000. So, numbers don't lie. You go to the hospital, you go to the doctor, you're going to take your blood pressure, you're going to take your weight, you're going to measure your sugar, in your blood and so on, so he's gonna come back and say, This is where you are. Now, you can argue with that and go to another doctor, but if they tell you the same, you go to a third doctor, they tell you the same. Well, damn it, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank for you, those who don't know, you're welcome, Piaki. For those that don't know what we were talking about, we're talking about income, okay? The median income um, is the amount that divides the income distribution into two equal parts, okay? You cut it in half. Half having income above that amount and the half having income below that amount. The mean income, the average of the two, is the amount obtained by dividing the total aggregate income of a group by the number of units in that group. All right. So, and since we're on that subject, let's talk about something else. <laughs> I like the way it's just rolling into everything I wanted to talk about today without me having to go there. Um, This past Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. This past Tuesday, uh, the president met with HBCU um, leaders at a conference, and um, he had some very interesting things to say. It was the 2019 National Historically Black Colleges and Universities Week Conference. And um, he really, (laughs) you know, and this goes to, as I was saying before, you know, sometimes he says some things that rub people the wrong way. It really does. And, you you know, instead of really jumping and getting offended, as I tell y'all all the time, sometimes you have to sit back and just um, um, reevaluate and think about what was said and, and kind of come up with the meaning, you know, instead of listening to the media and everybody jump on, you know, and, and give their little take on it. That's why we have individual brains and minds. But anyway, he um met with this group of individuals and once again he made that great statement no one has done more for you than me that's that's what he told the HBCU okay and that's you know sentiment for historically black colleges and universities all right and is that a true statement or not well yes and no yes and no you know his his administration has appropriated more mon- money than the Obama administration. That is true. That is true. You know, there are numbers that support that. Uh, what else has he done? Um, <laughs> you know, it, it depends on who you talk to. And that, and when you, when, you, when he meets these individuals, well, let me go back. Let me go back. My brain is running, y'all. Excuse me if I'm jabbering a little bit. All right. 
let me go back. Remember when he first took office about uh, six, seven months after he took office, maybe a year, he had a meeting with all of the presidents of the HBCU. That's the famous photo when you got Kellyanne Skeletor Conway sitting on a couch with her feet folded up, and you got all the blacks take, uh, standing around him taking a, a, a photo. Y'all remember that, right? If not, you can go and look it up. It's there. All right. And there was another meeting. However, this was the start of his, his um, initiative for the HBCUs, supposedly. And um, he has some great plans. He has some great plans um, for the HBCUs. However, they're still struggling. They're still struggling. Now, it's interesting that
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.